What's up, everybody? Welcome to Building Our Power. This is Gabby. And KD. And we're back with another episode. Make sure you follow us at Building Our PWR. Hit KT up at KT underscore does art. Hit me up at Gabby's Music. Also, guys, if you would like to donate to the community fridge that we have going on, you can do that. The link will be in the description. We also use those funds to pass out propaganda and to educate our community. Um, so today is going to be a laid back episode. It's not nothing real deep or historical, but there were, a, there was one main thing I wanted to talk about and a couple other little things, uh, that I wanted us to discuss. Cause I feel like we haven't really had time to discuss like, uh, just current events and stuff. Um, so what I want to discuss is. It's a phenomenon. It's not just them, but but I think this really exemplified uh, some of the the issues that that go on in these spaces of of people claiming to be about liberation, people claiming to be about you know uh, black power, claiming to be about workers' power, all that stuff. But in reality, they true colors eventually show. So. What I want to talk about is Black Power Media, uh, which I have enjoyed watching. Um, there's some great guests on there. There's some great hosts on that show, and I enjoy the channel. I have enjoyed the channel um, until last week. Mm. Last week, uh, I forgot the guy's name. Uh, but one of the main people on that platform brought T.I. for an episode. That right, T.I., the black woman abuser, the rapist, the homophobe, the misogynist. T.I., on black power media. I had to comment. I don't like that joke so fast. And I had to comment. I said, since when does the abuse of black women mean black power? There's no reason, no reason to bring an abuser on the platform unless you're confronting them and, and trying to get them to take some accountability. Not just to be shooting the shit. What in the world? And so that just really exemplified just some other things that I've been seeing on Twitter and just historically, especially when it comes to black women. And, of course, there's all other marginalized identities, of course, with us being a part of the LGBT community, specifically the trans community. Like, these people claim to be about the liberation of, of people, of the oppressed. But when you get down to the nitty-gritty, when you turn over and open the curtains... All it is is that same capitalist, patriarchal, heterosexual ass structure. Just maybe with one of those little things uh, detached from it. And so that's what I really want us to think about. Even with ourselves, doing self critiques. Mm-hmm. Make sure we are not replicating these same structures. Make sure we're not replicating a structure of ableism, a structure of of uh, trans misogynoir, a, a structure of capitalism, because it's a lot of LARPers out there, and this ain't supposed to be like no drama ass shit. But I, I just I could not 
not address that because that was just abhorrent to me. Um, but yeah, it's it's a lot of when you when you start to look closely and you start to fully listen to some of these people who claim you know leftism, who claim communism. Some of these folks not only are they not principled, not only do they not care about black women or queer people. Some of these folks want to be cult leaders. And, and we, I, I want to add, we are not just saying all of this because uh, this is something that we think. No, this is something that we are literally witnessing, that we are going into spaces and seeing uh, people say, I want to be a cult leader in communism. I want to be a land uh, owner. In communism. I want to do this. Basically just replicating the same things that capitalism is already doing. Yeah. So pretty much what we're saying is just be be aware. Be on the lookout. Be, just be on high alert. And that's why it's so important. You ain't got to read no book. You can listen to an audio book. You can watch some videos on people that know what they're talking about. But it's it's vital. It's integral to get that foundation of what is it that I believe? What is the ideology I'm going to take apart? What are things that are not allowed in this ideology? And whether you in communism or whether you in anarchism, misogyny, homophobia, transphobia, classism, all that shit is not allowed. No questions asked. So that's all I really wanted to say. I, I just, I really was disheartened by that. And I'm disheartened by a lot of the stuff I'm seeing on Twitter. And I've had to mute and block so many people. Um, because I'm, I'm seeing that even in this leftist space, it's becoming very hostile towards black women. Very hostile towards black trans women. And I can't have that. I'm going to call it out every time. Um, but yeah, that was that. Was that. Um, so, was there anything else you wanted to talk about regarding that? I just want to say, like... You also really need to be watching, like, who you are contributing your money to. Um, for instance, these more rich leftists that you know, like uh, Hassan, ContraPoints, things like that. Really, you just don't need to be contributing to them at all. But there are even smaller leftists who are using um, the conversations that poor people talk about all the time and applying it to themselves like they don't live in the suburbs in a big old house. Um, so if you are going to support someone, I think it's important that you don't idolize them, right? And you... And you really, truly just need to look into who they are, what they're talking about, and if you can actually align with those principles. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, uh, switching gears, a little a little lighthearted, but not really. Um, so, I'm a part of this uh, Memphis little Facebook group child <laughs> with all the little black boomers and stuff like that. Everybody talking about, you know problems going on in the city and the city officials this then and the third okay so there's a lot of conservatives when i say conservatives conservative democrats on there there's a lot of uh liberal democrats there's a lot of progressives and soccer dams on there and uh one person posted this thing and when i say i almost threw up <laughs> i almost threw up so, it is a screenshot of Bernie Sanders on the Joe Rogan podcast, right? 
And so uh, up under that is a comment by Executive Services. And it says, as a business owner, I thought Sanders wanted to put us out of business. Give all my profits to the poor for doing nothing. Mm. Everything said here would help my business immensely. I can't even imagine how great it would be not to have to worry about health care for employees. I'll happily pay more in taxes to not have that burden. I'll also be able to compete with larger corporations who can afford better benefits right now. It makes me sick now knowing how misinformed the media keeps us. I say it every year, but I'm really not going to watch mainstream media anymore. This was shared by a Facebook page, Medicare for All. And I commented on that post and I said, this literally makes me hate Bernie Sanders even more than I already did. What? What? I just, what? Okay, so I don't, we, I didn't watch the video or anything like that. But I'm just going off of what that guy said. Uh, This just confirms to me that small business owners are even more, or even as a threat as these large business owners are. Oftentimes you see on Twitter, support small business, support small business, support small business, blah, 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 blah. But the truth of the matter is these small businesses are the ones that are your bosses in your neighborhood, right? They are the McDonald's franchise owners. They are the Burger King franchise owners. They are the owners of your current community. They are who runs the local government. They are just as bad as large corporations, if not worse. Because they have less money. Meaning, because they have less money, they're going to cut more corners. Yep. And not only that, they're, they're still exploiting. They're, yeah. They're still exploiting. Even if they're exploiting two people. Those are two people that are exploited. Just because it's not 5,000 people and it's just three, these people are people. And their lives are being exploited just like yours if you work at Amazon. So small businesses do not get a pass um, at all. Unless you're employing yourself. Even if, if you, you have are, any employees, no. Uh, and I'm, I'm saying this as someone who um, takes commissions online. Even if you are a small uh, person who does that or a sole person that does that, you still are exploiting yourself. You are not paying yourself enough. That's true. No matter what. Uh, you have to take lower income because you know companies are going to outsell you. So guess what? You have got to exploit yourself in order to make a living. That's if, capitalism. Even if you do make a living. That's capitalism. That's what they want. But going back to this, let, let's break this down piece by piece. Okay. And, and I'm roasting myself as a former Bernie Sanders supporter. I'm roasting myself as a former person with my little knowledge and my naivety and my ignorance. That's okay. We grow. Gave to the damn campaign Sorry. last year. I'm talking to myself. This man said, as a business owner, I thought Sanders wanted me to give all my money to the poor for doing nothing. What? But hold on, Bernie Sanders. Why don't you want to do that? <laughs> like, that's what we need to be doing anyway. What What did you tell these people to make them think you would still be upholding capitalism? And that's, that's, all, that's the thing. We were bamboozled. Yes. By Medicare for All. We were bamboozled 
by a $15 minimum wage. We were bamboozled by tax the rich. But really all it was was propping up capitalism some more, making it nice and feasible for small business owners and making us feel like we it's going to be a better quality of life for us because we get a couple extra dollars on our in our checks. A negotiation. They were trying to give us some sort of negotiation to our quality of life. But, I mean, Medicare for All does with certain material need for some people. Absolutely, 1,000%. And I think it does need to be passed uh, 100%. But it is kind of uh, interesting that a small business would think that that was a good idea. Why would a capitalist think that this was a good idea? Okay, and, um, yeah, like I said, this was just, this just shows you that, you know, when you take away the propaganda... Uh, from it, Bernie Sanders is literally a capitalist that that wants a little bit more taxes. He ain't he ain't he ain't about that business. And you know, a lot of people are saying they want a a Bernie Sanders style revolution. They think we can galvanize that amount of people uh, for communism and leftism and socialism, which I think is possible eventually, but you got to think about it. Bernie Sanders wasn't saying destroy the state. Bernie Sanders (laughs) wasn't saying we need to get rid of money. Bernie Sanders wasn't saying we need to become a communist society, a socialist society. Gender doesn't exist. He wasn't saying nothing radical. He was really just giving you capitalism, with a Shea, a Shea Guevara shirt, but not even a Shea Guevara shirt, like a, a, a capitalism with a little uh, Black Lives Matter pen. You know, it, it was giving me AOC pretty much. And yeah, what, what you guys say, KT? Uh, I'm shamed. I just want to. <laughs> I'm shamed um, for supporting Bernie Sanders. I watched a lot of videos on him. Uh, I watched a, a lot of uh, propaganda being pushed by. Uh, sock dims on Facebook groups and things like that. I donated to him. Um, yeah, I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed because uh, here's the thing. I'm the type of person, and if you've ever listened to us, uh, since the very beginning of us starting this, I've always been, like, anti-voting. And I was so close to voting for Bernie Sanders. So that just tells you how good the propaganda was in order for him to... Uh, yeah, to really be at the front of the leftist movement. But, you know, I'm ashamed too. But then I got to think about it. You know, we didn't necessarily have... We weren't here yeah. yet. And to go from Obama levels of manipulation and gaslighting to a terrible presidency with Donald Trump and possibly a Joe Biden presidency... I can see how emotionally, you know, with the pandemic and everything, it seemed like Bernie Sanders might at least make shit not go to shit. And so I can understand why certain people, even in leftist spheres, communist anarchists, might have thought that Bernie Sanders was a lesser of two evils. I think it's important for us to remember, though, Gabby, that the lesser of two evils does not exist. I get that, yeah. Nowadays. Like, definitely back then, it definitely didn't exist. But, like, whenever they do start pushing the propaganda for voting again, because you know it's going to happen, we have to keep reminding ourselves that there is no such thing as voting out a fascist if you literally have a fascist government. Like, it, it just, it doesn't exist. 
Yeah, it's definitely. I think we discussed a little bit about this on our Don't Vote episode. Like, especially once you start, you know, understanding imperialism in America, there is no lesser of two evils. Because Bernie Sanders was an imperialist, believed in interventionism. So does AOC. Every single president is going to be an, an, uh, an imperialist because that is our bread and butter. That's where we get our money from. So, yeah, there's there's never going to be a lesser of two evils in the grand scheme of things. Because every president is going to hurt people all over the world. Every president is going to hurt you. Uh, it's just about, you know, and that's another thing that's interesting. It's like, because we're just so American-centered, we're so... Uh, just we we just have a myopic vision of the world. We don't really know anything about what's going on in other places. Like people can legitimately say, this person, this candidate, this president is a better option. Joe Biden is a better option than Donald Trump. And Joe Biden, I feel comfortable voting for him. He's a great choice. When both of them finna be bombing people. Both of them finna be killing people all over the world. What kind of... But I guess it, it makes sense to keep us in the dark about international issues. Because if we knew, or if some people knew and they cared, it would make people less likely to, to be so gung-ho about these presidents when they say when they see the atrocities that these presidents are, are causing all over the world especially like obama think about obama obama still is like oh obama i mean he's kind of falling from grace a little bit but overall it's still like obama that was a great president he was right. stoic he was this he was that he was committing war crimes left and right killing children bombing wedding dinner parties the man was a monster. A monster. And if Americans could see this for themselves, I think it would cause some people to have second thoughts. What do you think? I don't know. I'm g- I, I think of, uh, and this isn't anything towards the guy who does socialism for all, because I think what he does is good. But um at the same time he like i listened back not too long ago to an episode he did pre joe biden being put in and he was like okay well you know i do think that socialists should be able to um at some point or another give up this to say okay i'm just gonna go ahead and vote I'm just going to go ahead and do this. I, I know that I can go and I can vote green, but we've got to do this. And to me, it was just like, like, y'all, do y'all even stand by your morals and values? Do you even, I don't know. It just, I don't know that we're ever going to be able to get past that unless we remove the propaganda altogether, which will only happen if we abolish the United States of America. That's true. <laughs> but, but like, legitimately, like, we, we, like I said, we, we fell prey to yeah, some of the shit, too. I mean, yeah. Last year was just, it was overwhelming. It was. It was emotional. People were dying. People are still dying. It was a lot going on. I can understand how this election cycle, again, was one of the biggest ones ever. And how even for people like us, we get caught up in the overdose because of the propaganda and because they made it seem like Donald Trump was, like, going to destroy the, the world and stuff like that. Um, when in actuality, he was he's literally just did the same thing as Biden, except he was more vocal about the terrible shit that he was doing. Like, that's the truth of the matter. Like, 
Donald Trump literally did and said everything that Biden currently does and did and said, and no one cares. No, that's the thing. Like people, like people no. say like that. Donald Trump said the quiet part out loud. Joe Biden is saying the quiet part out loud too, but nobody's nobody's acknowledging it. This man is a racist piece of shit. And they know they don't even put it on the news like twenty four seven. Like I remember watching Donald Trump, uh, or I remember watching the news uh, whenever Donald Trump was president, and it was literally nonstop Donald Trump news. Now that Biden's in office, I don't even know what that man's doing. It's capitalism. I don't even know where he is. That's what it is. And and that's what, you know, I ain't going to talk about Fox News. But anyway, <laughs> that's 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 why it's, it's like I feel like we, I don't want to give these folks props, but mainstream media, any any type of corporate entity giving you information, you, you should always question that. Yes. A, a corporate media that gets money. From advertisers, from other corporations, you should always question that information because it's not in their best interest to tell you that the problem is capitalism, which 99% of the time it is. Which reminds me, we were watching that documentary yesterday on Hulu called Enemy of the State. And it was about uh, that guy, what was his name? Uh, Matt DeHart. Matt Matt DeHart. That, uh, you know, he was a part of Anonymous, got some of the WikiLeaks documents and put them on hard drives or whatever. And the government pretty much went after him. Right. Okay. This documentary, I was like, ooh, ooh, they finna give us some, some deets over here. They finna tell us the tea or whatever. And I got to the end of it and it was like, what? Okay, so apparently Matt DeHart was, because the government... Needed a, a end to get to him and to, and to punish him. Right. So they use uh, trigger warning, child uh, grooming, sexual assault for him. Turns out that he, those were true. Those allegations and things were true. He was convicted. Yada yada yada. They never went back into the information that was on WikiLeaks. The only thing they said was the mama said that on one of the documents, it was talking about how the CIA was a part of that anthrax thing. And the CIA put anthrax in America and killed those people in order to get consensus to go to the Iraq war, which was damning information. But when I say Hulu never went back to that... They never went back to this information that we should know about. Yep. They never went about went back into any other things that was on the documents. Nothing. All of it was about the drama with the mama and the daddy and the I don't care about that. Then by the end of it, you didn't even learn any information. I said, that's my fault. That's my fault for thinking this multi-billion dollar corporation in America was going to give us some real deal shit on something that America's done and it's atrocities. That's my bad for wasting this hour and a half. But also, we watch stuff on Canopy. Uh, uh, it's like a, a documentary institution type thing. And, uh, yeah, we're, we were watching, like, some kind of United States propaganda. Anytime they mentioned any communists, they were always, like... Evil, angry, this, this, and this. And, like, it, I don't know. We just have to remember that literally everything that comes out of the United States government, any corporation that works within 
The United States government has every single option to propagate this. Every incentive. And every, every incentive, incentive yes. to not do that. Uh, we ain't finna go very long. But that reminds me of the, dude, the dude who exposed the CIA for the crack. Yeah. And uh, the dude ended up committing suicide after it. Who knows why he was being threatened? Who yes. knows what was going on? And they said that the Monica Lewinsky stuff overshadowed the government planting drugs in the black community, locking up the black community, killing thousands of black people, all in order to fight a communist government overseas. Somebody giving a blowjob, which was sexual assault, but nobody shift, nobody, nobody spun it like that back then. Mm-hmm. All somebody giving a blowjob overshadowed this incredible information, which tells me that a lot of that, uh, the hype over it, probably, in my opinion, was artificially hyped up in order for that story to not be as big as it was. But that's just my little theory, and that's all I got to say. All right, guys, I think we're going to wrap it up. KT ain't getting nothing else to say. But like I said, (laughs) this was just a, you know, all-over-the-place episode, but... You know, I really want to talk about some of these topics, and I'm glad we're able to do it. Let us know what you think about, uh, you know, the loppers in the community, about uh, these sock dams, and about uh, these government cover-ups. Um, also, if you would like to help uh, contribute to our community fridge we're doing in Memphis, as well as the propagandizing and the educating of our community, you can hit that link in our description. You can also hit us up on our uh, social medias at building our PWR. Hit KT up at KT underscore does art. Hit me up at Gabby's music. This has been Gabby and KT, and this has been building our power.